0: You are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And as we count down the days, just what, a couple weeks here until the NFL draft, Well, of course, I have some thoughts on the five guys who are most likely to possibly hear their names called over that three-day event, including, of course, Nick Bolton, who's certainly been projected to go in the first round for most of the past few months, but I'm starting to wonder if Nick might be dropping a little bit, and who knows, that could be a blessing in disguise for that young man, but first, let's start with some of the latest news on the Missouri the Missouri beat, excuse me, especially with Missouri basketball. Now Tamar Bates, a guard from the Kansas City area, he was the one guy I mentioned left in the high school recruiting ranks that could really be a difference maker from Missouri, and a guy that definitely Conzo Martin wanted before he originally committed to Texas. Well, as we know, the Longhorns lost their head coach, Shaka Smart, maybe a little worried about possibly getting axed next season, didn't get the extension maybe he wanted, pulled a Frank Haith and pulled the ripcord himself, heading on to Marquette University. Well, in that process, Tamar Bates became available, but he's heading off to... Bloomington, Indiana to hang out with the Hoosiers and their new head coach Mike Woodson. So that's definitely a little bit of a disappointment, but also not a huge surprise either. Again, Bates, the best high school player on the market, I would say at this point, very very late in the process. Obviously, he's going to be playing basketball this fall. Most of your best high school players have obviously been signed, sealed and delivered for months and for for many months before this. So that means the Tigers, with two potential scholarships left to fill, you know, has been much speculated here and elsewhere. Just looking at that roster, there's obviously a gaping hole with any experience in the middle of the court. So a, a junior college big man, a grad transfer big man of some sort somebody who can just get some rebounds quite honestly that would be my obviously a rim protector would be good but you got to get a rebound at a certain point there's just not a lot of obvious rebounding outside of Kobe Brown on that squad next season so that's definitely something to keep an eye on and certainly well will they use that that final spot well the thing is Missouri and Conzo Martin they don't have to use that final spot if they don't want to. And in fact, it would actually make a lot of sense for them to carry that spot over to another season with so many freshmen on this unco- on this upcoming roster. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to have another spot for a freshman in next year's class. So again, unless somebody just totally comes out of nowhere, maybe just a really – obviously, it's got to be a guy who can be part of the rotation next year in the in the coaching staff's opinion. But, again, I wouldn't be surprised if they just used one of those two spots. And in some Mizzou football news that will certainly be of interest to all you Rockbridge Bruin fans and alumni out there, again, Bruin's running back Bryce Jackson, according to – ABC 17's Andrew Kaufman, Bryce Jackson will sign to play as a preferred walk-on for Mizzou this Wednesday evening, and I have to admit, I don't understand how the preferred walk-on process Totally works. Just the language of he's going to sign to play as a preferred walk-on, I don't don't know exactly what that means. Is he literally going to sign some sort of paper, or is it just going to be a commitment ceremony? I found that to be a bit odd. I'll try and get back with you on that one. But certainly the preferred walk-on trend in college football seems to continue, and well, occasionally you get some some decent players out of it, For but for the most part, this is much ado about nothing. However, good luck to Columbia's own Bryce Jackson. And speaking of Columbia high schoolers, Coben Porter has committed to the University of Denver, and well... So he won't be too far from his good old big brother, future NBA All-Star Michael Porter, who, by the way, is going to turn just 23 years old in June, and he has just really, really been coming into his own the last couple months or so with the Denver Nuggets. But regardless, Congratulations to Coben Porter. Obviously, if he's going to be you know, on that mid-major level, I think it makes a ton of sense for him to go to Denver where he can kind of get the best of both worlds. Now, Denver, obviously not your typical college town by any stretch of the imagination, but it's not exactly the hustle and bustle of New York City either. Once you get outside to Denver, it's pretty quiet out there. Lots of mountains, lots of beautiful places to go all kinds of stuff. So you get the nature, you get the big city, you get the college experience. Oh, and you get to tag along with your big brother who is, by the way, over 21 years old now and has a lot of money. So that'll be, there'll be some nice side benefits for Coben Porter too. I have no doubt about that. And certainly it's been a long and winding road for Michael Porter Jr., since he decided to come to the University of Missouri as one of the top two recruits in the country. But you know what? Even though he dropped to the 14th pick of the 2018 draft, it all seems to have worked out in the long run. And this whole thing may have been a blessing in disguise because while it certainly was a bummer that we saw Jamal Murray for the Nuggets have a serious injury there the other night, that certainly is a huge blow possibly a death blow for their playoff chances, at least to go all the way. But you know what, Michael Porter Jr. actually playing with the guy who might be the NBA MVP right now, Nikola Jokic, and one of the best passers period of all time, quite honestly, one of the best big men passers in particular I've ever seen, that just has to rub off on Michael Porter Jr. at some point. I mean. When you're around a guy like that, whether it's Magic Johnson or Larry Bird or, you know, Steve Nash, you know, to a, maybe to a slightly lesser extent, LeBron James, just somebody who really, really can see the game at another level, boy, that, that tends to rub off on your teammates at a certain point. And obviously, Jokic, considering he's taking all the attention while Michael Porter Jr., in theory, could have been a top two pick or something and been on a really, really bad team maybe taking some bad shots, learning some bad habits on a losing team. Well, now he's learning how to win. One way or the other, he's getting playoff reps. Sometimes it's a struggle and you know, during the bubble he had some learning moments defensively, but overall this season, my goodness, his offense has absolutely blossomed playing you know just the last 10 minutes I'm sorry the last 10 games alone he's up to playing 35 minutes a game hitting 55% from the field during that period including on the regular season he's over 50% from the field and over 40% from from the three point line 43% from 3 for Michael Porter Jr. Yes at 6 foot 10 that is tough to defend as a secondary option in any offense. And actually, he was really the third option in this offense for much of the season. But right now, he looks very worthy of being a wingman to Nikola Jokic. And I do want to talk about our recently departed Tiger football players that will hopefully hear their names called in the upcoming NFL draft. But first, let me tell you about our great friends, at Build Bar, the best-tasting protein bar in, frankly, the history of humanity. I don't want to overstate it, but there has never, ever, ever been a protein bar better than this, and there never will. Again, I don't want to be in hyperbole here. But seriously, though, this is a fantastic product and a longtime sponsor on this show. And on top of their 18 amazing flavors, they occasionally... Throw in some experimental stuff, even to the point where I made fun of their churro puff flavor. Well, they sent me some, and I have to admit, you know what? Built Bar's done it again. Those things are delightful. And on top of being covered in chocolate and delicious, well, they're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high in fiber. So how can you go wrong with Built Bar? Well, frankly, you cannot. So you should go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off that next order. Once again, that's promo code locked 15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. This year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. And I want to tell you a little bit more about the Locked On Ultimate NFL Mock Draft here in just a little bit. But, you know, I've listened to the first two episodes already of that program. Well, actually, the first three now that I think about it. And one thing that stood out, again, during this during this show, all of our experts from, say, Locked On, this team, that team, well, they make their picks for their respective teams. And one thing I noticed was... There was a a non-cornerback defensive player taken by anybody at Locked On, I believe, until the 14th pick of the draft. So with that reality being in mind, with so many of these local experts, and again, all our people at Locked On, they have the pulse of their local teams. There's no doubt about it. So I'm not questioning these picks so much as actually making an observation, which is if we're so offensive heavy... It seems like Nick Bolton has a chance to drop out of the first round. Now, I had an episode a few months back where I was saying, hey, what if the Chiefs might actually take Nick Bolton? Now, I'll be completely honest with all of you. That is just a good headline to put in for Locked on Mizzou, right? Hey, how about Nick Bolton on the Chiefs, huh? That's pretty good clickbait if you pay it off. But I did get some pushback from people saying, oh, well, I've seen him getting mocked you know, 25th overall or something. No way he'll get to 31. And I'm going, wait a second. Have you guys ever watched the NFL draft before? You don't think guys can fall six spots or possibly several dozen more than that than a mock draft? If it can happen to Aaron Rodgers... It can happen to Nick Bolton, trust me. But if I'm Nick Bolton's dad or I'm in his camp or something, if I'm his buddy, I'm telling Nick Bolton, pal, it doesn't matter really which pick you go to. I'd much rather see Nick Bolton go to a good team, a good organization, somewhere where he fits, for instance. like Say the Pittsburgh Steelers were in love with Nick Bolton. Well, wouldn't that make you feel pretty good about his prospects in the future it certainly would make me feel better than him getting picked, say, in the early second round by the Cincinnati Bengals. So to me, it's just much more important to see where he goes for his future than, than the actual pick, than the actual number of the pick. Because regardless, he's going to get more money than he's ever seen in his life on that first contract. And if he plays well, regardless of where he was taken, well, that second contract, that's really obviously where everybody cash is in. And if Nick Bolton's status may be sliding down the mock drafts a tiny bit, and again, who knows? This is all speculation on my part and everyone else's at this point, to be honest. Well, a guy who seems to be moving up the board and a guy who was selected in, the, in Todd McShay's mock draft in the third round by the Kansas City Chiefs is none other than our former right tackle Larry Borum. And I've mentioned that Borum is just a a fairly unusual guy just in terms of his size. You cannot teach size and he is not a guy that needs to put on weight whatsoever. And in fact, as it's been mentioned here before, Borum's probably dropped 20 or 30 pounds since the end of the season. He's had time to train, you know, focus on, on adding good weight and losing the bad weight perhaps. And He's looking at a pretty swe- svelte 330, 325 or something. And he carries that 330 really easily, apparently. Well, again, that's something you can't you can't teach. And he was an excellent, excellent player for the Tigers last season in college football. So it wouldn't be a surprise to see a smart team like the Kansas City Chiefs draft him with the idea of, hey, give him a season or two to develop and let's see what this kid has. I could totally see some teams taking a shining to Larry Borum. Those physical traits are just simply rare. Also, it'll be interesting to see how high Tyree Gillespie's excellent 40 time at Mizzou Pro Day. See how high that can rise his stock. Could he possibly get up into the third round, the second round? Who knows? I think it's a there's a possibility of it there. Again, there are certain traits that you just can't teach, and well, speed is certainly one of them. For Tyree. Now, when it comes to Josh Bledsoe, I think his versatility is something that teams are going to have to value. If he's going to be a guy that gets selected, he doesn't quite have certainly the burst that Tyree has, but a really good run defender, a guy who can defend multiple positions, and obviously the guy that made the game winning pass breakup for the Tigers against LSU. So we'll always have a soft spot for Josh Bledsoe. And, And finally, when it comes to Larry Roundtree, he, he's made some... There's been some talk of him improving his pass-receiving ability. You know, honestly, I'll believe that when I see it because I didn't see a lot of that at Mizzou. Not saying he couldn't catch a screen pass or anything, but the idea of him lining up in the slot is kind of a stretch to me. But So when it, for Larry Roundtree, if he's going to get drafted, if he's going to make a squad as an undrafted free agent, perhaps, I think his best shot is... If some team really, really values his durability, because that is by far his most impressive quality. The fact that in four years at Mizzou, the guy toted the ball like an absolute workhorse for most of that time, especially his senior season last year and never showed any signs of breaking down and in fact would often show signs of getting better as the game went along. Well, that's a rare human being and most guys can't take that kind of punishment in the NFL. Is Larry Roundtree maybe that type of player? Well, if he is, I think he can garner some interest from certain teams who value that type of running back. I cert- certainly one of my favorite Tigers the last few years and I hope he gets a shot. And speaking of... Some recent former Tigers that we love. Jeremiah Tillman got a couple cool honors yesterday. But you know what? Before we get there, i got to tell you about betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action, including the NBA, the NHL. Oh, and yes, Major League Baseball's back. Yes, there's just a numerous... Numerous, unending amount of ways to bet on Major League Baseball. You don't even just have to bet the sides, the totals. There are, if you're a daily fantasy type player, there are player props every single day. Just about anything you could possibly imagine. If you think you have an edge some sort of some sort, well, check it out at betonline.ag. And I bet they've got you covered with whatever proposition you could possibly imagine. So head there now, head to betonline.ag and be sure to use the promo code Locked On when you sign up and enter your first deposit because that 50% welcome bonus with the promo code Locked on that's a heck of a deal on top of your first deposit. You don't want to miss out on that free money. At BetOnline, you're online sportsbook experts. And yes, the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is live featuring analysis from the great Michael Irvin, Brian Baldinger, and a cast of others, including our local experts for every team that are making real trades, picking the next stars of your team. So search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts Odyssey is your home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. And as Mizzou Hoops tweeted out yesterday, they said, quote, beloved by peers, teammates, coaches, and everyone who knows him, congrats to Jeremiah Tillman, winner of both the male Heather Morris Courage Award and the male Dr. Judy Wells Academic Achievement Award, a part of Mizzou's Roars 2021 Award Ceremony. Well, I love that. That's really That really warms my heart because, and also just as an affirming thing, because I really felt like we had seen a tremendous amount of growth by Jeremiah Tillman on the basketball court and just as a, as a young man these past four years. And as I've said before, that's one of the most fun and gratifying parts of being a college basketball fan. And, you know, it was just maybe a month or two ago, I, I saw an old picture of Jeremiah his freshman year sitting next to Michael Porter Jr. And it just struck me how much not only Jeremiah's figuratively grown as a man, but just literally too. You, I forgot... How young he looked when he got here. He had braces on. He looked like he truly looked like he was 18 at best when he got there. I mean, he really looked like a child, and he's he's grown up into a young man before our eyes. You know, it's easy to forget how young these guys really are when you see, especially a guy like Tillman, who the moment he stepped on a basketball court for Missouri in that that Kansas exhibition game all the way back four years ago. I mean, he was moving people out of the paint. And Kansas Jayhawks, too. High major, blue-blood college basketball players. He was moving people. He was a man among boys inside the paint. Now, obviously, we would learn that Jeremiah would learn how to harness all of that strength and talent over time which he mostly did and, and improved greatly. So to hear that he's also, you know, just a beloved guy on campus off the court and that he's really his academic achievement is all is all going well and everything. Well, regardless of what you think his his future is in the NBA or not. I tend to think he's not really an NBA player, but I definitely think he's got a, a future in professional basketball overseas if he want it, but if he wants it, I should say. But regardless, I, I just am really rooting for this guy as a basketball player, as a man, and I know it's been a tough year for all of his success on the basketball court this past year. I know it's been a tough year for him personally off the court, so I just want to say, I just hope things go well for Jeremiah here going forward as much as possible, and and his young son too. They're pretty darn cute together, and I, I love I love family, and I love the idea of those guys going on and you know just having great lives. So best of luck and nothing but good vibes to Jeremiah Tillman and his whole family. So. What can I say? I got a little touchy-feely there at the end of this episode, but what the heck, I too have emotions. I'm not just a podcasting robot, so with all that said, I'm going to get on out of here and possibly put some oil on this robotic body and see you all next time right here on Locked on Mizzou.